myself. Robin can't be tagged in photos. It's in done. All right. All right. The live tweet is sent. And we've got a couple people in the chat. And we're live already 30 seconds in. So let's get it started, man. What's up, everybody in the chat? Appreciate notification squad, the gang that follows on YouTube and has the notifications on. So when we go live, you're right in the chat. You're first up. <laughs> LOL, Keith, full, full hoodie mode. Hell yeah, you already know. It's cold outside now. I'm not playing around. That 70 degrees a couple days, I knew that shit was going to disappear. But now you step outside, it's like super brick all of a sudden. That hoodie is wearing you, though. You know, it looks like you were born with it. Yeah, I got, <laughs> I got this shit triple knotted. All right, here we go. Let's get it. Uh, hit the Hit the intro music. Wait, wait, wait. We're doing that Brooklyn Nets, Brooklyn talk. Nets talk right here on Talking Nets. Brooklyn, we go hard. We go, go hard. Talking Nets. Hosted by Keith McPherson, Robin Lundberg, and Hudson Flynn. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Talking Nets. Episode 171 as we proceed. Okay, it is Tuesday, November 15th. Beware the Ides of November. We're halfway through the month of November already. Damn. Well, your Brooklyn Nets are still out west. They go one and one in the Staples Center. They lose to the Clippers or they lose to the Lakers, but they beat the Clippers. And uh, I would have thought it'd probably be the other way around. But either way, let's welcome in Robin Lumberg and then Hudson Flynn. What's up, Robin? Uh, doing well. You know, like I said, the, the weather's changing. For those listening on the audio platform, Keith is, is wearing, is that a Nets World hoodie? That you know, he is engulfed in, in the hoodie. He looks like, it's you vintage know. vintage talking Nets apparel is what it yeah, is. It's a little bit off the shade, <laughs> but he, he could pass for Blue Man Group in, in that outfit. Smurfs. <laughs> I'm out here. I'm out in my crib. Honestly, I'm not trying to crank the heat yet because that shit gets expensive. So I'm in here in in sweats and hoodie all day. <laughs> What's up, Hudson? Not too much, man. It was cold today. It was cold today. I, I go. I, I wake up early and I get going early. And it was like below freezing when I woke up and I threw on like a, a full winter jacket for my for my commute today. And that was that was the first time all season. And I don't know. I guess I thought after the warm weather, we would have we would have had that would have lasted a little longer. We wouldn't have jumped right into full November. But here we are. Hopefully the Nets are enjoying the weather out west. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie will be gone till November. Oh, well, let's get right into <laughs> it. Wake me up when November ends. The only real news thing that we have, which is not even news, it's just this ongoing saga, man. Okay, so the Lakers game made it five games that Kyrie has been out. His suspension was supposed to be five games, but obviously there were conditions. That was and, the sixth um, game, I believe. The Lakers game was the sixth game. Yeah, I think oh, it was, was the sixth yeah. game. He could have potentially yeah. turn, returned on the Lakers game. So he's already a game over the five games. So it's six games tonight. We'll make seven. And the only new developing thing with that is that 
Big Bad Josiah, owner of the Brooklyn Nets, came out there to say he's got more to do. And honestly, and this is my take on it, and we'll go around the horn, I hate that this has become a Josiah versus Kyrie Irving thing. I hate that the owner of the Brooklyn Nets is not on the side of his player. It seems like there is, and we've heard this, right? We heard that Josiah is done with Kyrie. Um, obviously, he wasn't going to run him the max, and I'm glad he didn't, right? Imagine if Kyrie had a max deal and all of this started. Um, I think that Josiah, as an owner, with his own skeletons in his closet, with his own things, and we'll get to the Jalen Brown clip in a minute, I think as an owner – He's just trying to establish dominance over a player that he does not want here anymore. Um, and then he also doesn't really want to pay, right? So Josiah and Kyrie, I, I, the first thing that tipped this whole thing off to me was, or kicked it off when Josiah came out and uh, quote tweeted or, or not even quote tweeted, I think he just put out a tweet in reference to Kyrie's tweet about this whole thing. And my response to that on the Talking Nets Twitter, I say, here we go. Because once the owner brought more light and eyes and attention to it, it has been uh, two plus weeks now of this, and it's it's evolved. So I'll read the Josiah quote. We'll play Jalen Brown's postgame comments, and then I'll let Hudson and Robin weigh in. So Josiah in the New York Post said he still has work to do. That was on Saturday. He said um, – Let's see. Um, on Saturday, Irving was handed an indefinite suspension, which the Nets said would be at least five games for promoting anti-Semitic movie. The all-star guard reached his five-game threshold Saturday when the Nets played the Clippers. He also sat out Sunday against the Lakers. Josiah said he has to show people that he's sorry. And um, he also said, you know, something along the lines of, and I don't have the exact quote, but some something along the lines of he only – apologized after he was suspended after he was punished and that apology came on instagram so the longer this goes the more people can weigh in on it and jalen brown it's funny jalen brown was rumored this summer to be in a trade to come to the brooklyn nets <laughs> not anymore uh in a package for kd jalen brown is a vice president of the national basketball players association so he's spoken out on his twitter and uh, he also spoke out in his post-game comments. Alex, go ahead and roll that video. Josiah's comment about Kyrie uh, on Twitter. What about that bothered you? Um, and what about Josiah's comment? And then what, if anything, that the league has done has bothered you? Yeah, his response was alarming to me. I tweeted that out yesterday. He didn't say that um, the organization was working together to get Kyrie back on the floor. He, he said that he had more work to do. Um, and our society has more work to do, including Josiah. And it's 2022. Um, it takes 10 minutes of time to see who, you know, these business owners, corporations, et cetera, who they're associated with, who they're doing business with, and who they're affiliated with. And I'm vice president of the union, and it's part of my job to protect our players legally. And to see Phil Knight first come out and condemn, you know, Kyrie Reed, and also see Josiah said he has more work to do. I think it's time for a larger conversation. And Adam came out and said a statement that he doesn't believe Kyrie Irving is anti-Semitic, um, yet he's still suspended indefinitely. Um, so those are my thoughts. So how, what do you think the reaction should be with him? 
if if that's not the way to do it? Like what what should be the response? Uh, I said this before. I think it's uncharted territory. I think it's no distinction between you know what somebody says versus some what somebody posts. Um, and I guess that that's what they're trying to figure out. You know the terms that the Brooklyn Nets instituted for his return. Uh, I voice you know my discomfort. Some of our players, some people in the media, voice some of their discomfort with that. And you know we've yet to hear you know what is the the latest with that situation. You know it's still an indefinite suspension. He's already missed five or six games. So you know how many games is he going to continue to miss? Is it a, another situation going on there? Is it a larger? Situation going on there is another conversation that need to be had. Um, we've yet to find out, so I'm, I'm staying tuned and I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my phone on and just see what is going to come of this situation. Okay, Robin, take it away. You got it. You know I, what I want first and foremost is a resolution here, right? Like I, I think we're at resolution time because this is going to get ugly. You know, and, and the players' association, if they get involved, it could only get uglier. My read on it is that this has become personal between Cy and Kyrie and that Cy and the Nets laid out the terms for Kyrie to come back and Kyrie has decided not to do those terms and that's where we are right now. So that's my like my guess. I, I, I don't know that for sure. There's a few things in there that Jalen Brown said that I, I want to unpack a little bit. One, it, it's easy to play this game of let's look at this person or look at that person. We play that game, we're going to be on a slippery slope and we're all going to slide to China. Because, you know, we got the iPhones that are made in China. Elon Musk, who now runs Twitter, half his cars are made in China. You know, Disney movies get, go through approval in China. So, like, we can play that game with anybody. That doesn't make much sense to me. Number two, the whole, like, link thing. I'm so tired of people saying he posted a link. with. He's not in trouble for posting a link. He's really not. It would be over with if he didn't have two chances to clean it up and he, he set yeah. it ablaze. A, a he, he played after posting the link. Yeah, and, and the... The longer this goes, the more Kyrie is going to become a sympathetic figure because people are going to say, all right, this is extra. This has gone on too long. And I actually understand. I understand that point of view. But here's the thing. I still don't want Kyrie to ever play for the Nets again. I've been firm on that. And it's not simply because of this. It's not because I'm offended by this or, or anything like that. It's the, the accumulation of the, the entirety of Kyrie Irving's tenure with the Nets. And theoretically, you know, is their ceiling higher with Kyrie? Sure. But what do I think the chances are of them winning a championship with him? I think it's pretty minuscule. I think he's gone after the year's over, and I, and I just feel better about the overall spirit of the team without him. With that said, in, in fairness to everybody, I, I think a resolution needs to happen. Either Kyrie Irving is released, Kyrie Irving is brought back, or Kyrie Irving is traded, if that's still possible. Yeah, and I, I do want to say I have a lot of respect for Jalen Brown. Um aside from the stuff he does on the basketball court, which is obviously very impressive. Don't love it as a Nets fan when he's doing it for the Celtics, but good basketball player, very well-spoken uh, Cal Berkeley guy, right? You've got to be smart to do that. Um, I think he was very well-spoken in making what I think was a bit of a misinformed point. Um, he, he did, he made a lot of points about how this is the kind of thing where it's starting to look bad. We need to see a resolution. We don't know what's going inside between, between those two. And I'm in, I'm on Robin's page. I, I don't think I, I don't think I want him to play for the Nets anymore. But I, I do want to see this come to a resolution. And this is kind of the it's been it's become an interesting point because NBA players, not Jalen Brown specifically, have spent a lot of time talking about how they prefer when in-house matters stay in-house. 
when TMZ is not always buying video, when, you know, leaks aren't always coming out. They prefer when those things stay in-house. Well, this is an instance of it staying in-house. And obviously, as a member of the NBPA, he has a, a job, a duty, I think an honorable duty as, as a union leader to protect national basketball players. But at the end of the day, there is something that is being done to move this forward to a conclusion, because I believe everybody, all parties believe that this is untenable. I'm sure Kyrie wants to have some sort of resolution, no matter what it is. And then the last thing I'll say is this is a team suspension. It's not, he hasn't been suspended indefinitely by the league. He hasn't been, you know, disinstated or whatever that, the, that right word is from the league, right? He could be traded. He could be on a different team. Um, and if the end result is him not playing for the Nets, which I think it should be, then there's no reason why he isn't being shopped right now. He isn't being talked about right now. I have full faith that something is being done behind the scenes. But I, I do agree something does need to be done uh, and quickly because Kyrie's only going to become a more sympathetic character and that paints the Nets in a bad light when I generally don't think they should be in this situation. For sure. Now, we've seen multiple different people come out and speak on behalf of Kyrie Irving. We've seen a lot of different stances and takes and uh, people really now looking at the punishment and looking at the suspension and the treatment publicly really on social media um and they're coming up with their own theories around that this thing has snowballed as i knew it would from the second that it went out there so Kyrie has only said this on twitter he tweeted out uh on the 13th at 418 i was not put here on earth to participate in any religious political wars or incite racial disharmony prejudice with in communities we are all equal under the sun, and I am here to participate in the building of an equal world and follow the word from the Most High God, Yah, and then the signature, uh, you know, the signature. Is that peace infinity sign? What is he, what is he doing? I think it's fingers the, the, crossed. The fingers which, crossed. Like, good luck yeah. forever. <laughs> to infinity, infinity and beyond? Can we say to infinity good and beyond? Luck to infinity and beyond. Um, I'm just tired of I, it. I think I'll it'd be this, funnier man. if he just typed that out. I care about basketball, and I don't think the Nets are winning the championship this year. So if this is now beyond a basketball decision, like, come on, yo. We need we need to figure some things out quickly in Brooklyn. Uh, and I say that to say this. The conversation has shifted from the Nets are a better team without Kyrie to, oh, maybe they could have used Kyrie against the Lakers, or maybe Kyrie can fit on this team. And it's like, it's Kyrie Irving. He can play on any team. It's Kyrie Irving. If Kyrie, and I said this maybe three episodes ago, if Kyrie came back and didn't tweet anything and just kept it a basketball, I don't think it would be a problem. I think the, the main problem that Joe Sy has is that Kyrie has been a huge distraction uh, every year that he's been in this organization. Yeah. And it's not fair to Kevin Durant. It's not fair to Edmund Sumner. Seth Curry, Joe Harris, or any of these guys that are trying to get wins and trying to get something going. It's not fair to Jacques Vaughn, who is now the head coach of this team. And, you know, that's another layer of it, too. More reports have come out about, you know, how they had to pivot away from Ime Udoka. Smart decision, but they ultimately had to pivot away from the coach that they wanted to hire because of the media mess that was created by Kyrie Irving and then they jumped in with with firing Nash. And as we transition into the games, I'll say this. It's obvious Steve Nash 
wasn't the right coach for these guys. Jacques Vaughn, in a short amount of time, has them playing defense. I was on the radio the other night. I'm like, when have you seen the Nets play defense like this? Now, obviously, the Lakers game was a little rough. But the games before that, they were keeping opponents under 100 points. And the ball flowing through KD and the ball moving and the passing and multiple guys being involved, them playing team basketball, that's great. I don't know if they look at the team right now under Jacques Vaughn, Kevin Durant obviously being the main superstar. I don't know if they look at that team as a team that can contend in the East. There are a lot of good teams in the East. But I will say Kyrie makes the team better. He's still under contract for this year with the team. We He's done after this year. I think they need to hurry up and get a resolution, but I don't expect them to. I expect this to roll into the holiday. Uh, you know, a week from tomorrow would be Thanksgiving Eve. And people be shutting things down. And I think the next home game for the Nets is Sunday. Maybe he plays then. Then they go back on the road. I just think this whole thing has been a huge distraction. I I think it has morphed into something that Kyrie never intended it to be. That's the thing. When it first hit our timelines, my whole thought process was, what was Kyrie thinking? What was Mm -hmm. his thought process? What What was he trying to achieve here? Supposedly, they've reached out to Amazon to pull the movie down amazon has no comment of course they have no comment they're making money off that it's the number one seller and for kyrie irvin the last thing i'll say on it i I wish he would surface but he's playing the background he'll he'll send out a tweet i wish he would surface on his instagram live and talk and speak and say some things because that apology on instagram is not enough and that's what joe sai was saying whether it's the five hundred thousand dollars he has to give whether he's got to meet with some people that he's ducking, a written Instagram apology that people don't even think you wrote is not going to be enough for the people that you hurt, that you offended, blah, blah, blah. I think Kyrie needs to appear. I think Kyrie, uh, Asia, I'm sorry to, to hear that. I, I just read that on the screen. Um, prayers up for you. I'm sorry to, to read. Uh, prayers up to your, your your mother. I hope you're good. I'll uh, uh, offline with you, but um, I just – broke my train of thought um you, Kyrie Kyrie unapologized or didn't apologize on camera right so like twice we still he, haven't we yeah. still haven't physically seen him show any type of sympathy remorse or be apologetic on a microphone on camera the apology we got was on Instagram and like Joe said Joe Sai said you know he did that after he was suspended yeah and, and here's the thing with Kyrie one, there's a part of me that thinks he likes all this and, and all this attention and watching the world burn, right? Like, otherwise, why does he always find himself in the center of these situations over and over and over again? And that's where, you know, like, I've, I've been at my wits end with him before and been like, all right, I'm done with him. But then like, hey, you know, Kyrie's great. Let's let him back. You know, and, and, and then I'm not doing it anymore. Like, I'm just not going to bend. Fool me twice. <laughs> the Nets are willing to let Kyrie fool them multiple times. And I understand Robin saying, I don't want him to play for the Nets because we're going to have to go through the same thing again. We'll be doing an episode, I don't know, in three months. We're like, ah, I redid this, and now we we spend three weeks on it. He's special to watch. Like, no one can argue with his abilities. No one would ever say otherwise. He's touched. He's touched by whatever, you know, deity that's made up of all the deities that he worships. But, you know, that that's without dispute. But there, there also is the fact that the Boston Celtics played better without him. And by record, the Nets have been better without. Like, by record, the Nets have been better without him. Now, do I think their ceiling is theoretically higher with him? I I said as much. And do I think they win a championship without him? No, but I don't think they win a championship with him. And it's also not a zero-sum game. 
It's not a championship or tank. I think you have the option to see where you're at because if we're watching the team that played most of these games the rest of the season, I think fans would sign up for that whether or not it leads to a championship. What I do think is going to be important here is the resolution for it, as we've mentioned, because the longer it goes without one, the uglier it's going to get. And then the, the remainder of this road trip, because the Clippers win was a good win. The Lakers loss, if you had just showed me the score, I would have thought that was much worse than it actually was. You know, that was a night where the Nets just didn't have it shooting the ball. The yeah. Lakers actually did hit their shots for once. Anthony Davis is, is built to go against the Nets. And it was the second half of a back-to-back. They, they just looked a little lethargic. I think we'll get the story of the rest of the season, honestly, in these next couple of games here. You know, how they play and perform in Sacramento and in Portland. What kind of effort they give. What kind of team they look like. How the other guys play. You know, Sumner, Watanabe, the guys who are are getting increased roles. How Ben Simmons plays when he gets back in there. I think all that stuff will give us some insight into whether we're watching a team that can be inspiring the rest of the year or a team where you have to go, all right, we do need to reset and we need to reset now. Let's talk about the games. Uh, Go for it, Hudson. No, I, I was just going to say um, one thing that you have to think about with the Nets, too, is we're still early in the season, right? How long, and we'll get into this with the games, how long can we rely on KD to be a, you know, nearly a triple-double 25-plus point-per-game scorer until, you know, he might get just a wear-and-tear injury, right? doesn't seem like we're winning games without him. Um, we saw a similar situation last season, and we kind of know how it ended uh, that that time, so... I think I think there's going to be a lot to see in these these longer stretches of games away from home and, and and like Robin said, this this is going to be a bit of an eye test for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's funny on WFAN. I was talking to a caller and I was and I was making a joke, but I'm like, Kyrie never plays a full season. This is just a this is just another Kyrie break. I'm like, and he's right. not minding it. He's got little kids at home. He's got two young sons. Like he's chilling and he is falling all the way back. Okay, he's not getting paid for these games. He's forever paid. It's now become a bigger fight, a bigger issue. Um, and I and I I rather just keep rolling and talking about these games. So let's go back to the Clippers game first. That was the first game in Staples Center, no Kawhi, but you get 27 points from Kevin Durant. You get 22 from Seth Curry off the bench. Having Seth Curry right and healthy is a weapon, especially without Kyrie right now. Positive to have him. Uh, Royce O'Neal with another 12, Nick Claxton with 13, Joe Harris with seven. I mean, it was a team win. Again, the defense keeps them at 95 points. And that's a team over there with Paul George. That's a team with Luke Kennard, who has been shooting the lights out, uh, but they kept him quiet. Reggie Jackson, who can get after it. John Wall, who started to try and cook on the Nets. What were you guys thinking of the only win that the Nets got so far on this road trip, that first game at uh, what I called Staples, but now is Crypto.com Arena against the Clippers, who a lot of people used to call, uh, you know, they used to call the Nets Clippers East. Let's Yeah, let's hope it wasn't crypto. Let's hope it wasn't fool's gold. Uh, you know, it was an extension of the uh, what we had seen before, right? And, and there was a genuine joy that you see from the team when things are going well. Even for KD, you know, you see KD re- react in a certain way. Um, and Seth Curry being back is, you know, look, they're desperate for anybody else that can create a semblance of a shot or a look on the offensive end. I mean, I, I don't think it's a complete coincidence the defense is better w- without Kyrie there. He, he, and Sumner is a very good defensive player. He's picking guys up like half court, 
He's got long arms. Claxton has become a bit of a presence on the defensive end. Guys seem to be trusting each other a little bit more, which is important for, for defense. I, I think that, you know, one state of the, the, the overall talent on the roster, though, is you, you take one of those pieces off the board and all of a sudden it, it crumbles and you go, what are we going to do? Seth Curry's not playing. Even missing Ben Simmons the other night as, you know, not uh, impactful as Ben has been when Claxton goes out in that second half and then Ben's not there, there's no one with any semblance of size to stop mm-hmm. Anthony Davis. And, and I think it's a, a commentary on the state of the team and what we're grasping at that on, on one, at one side of my mouth, I'm saying they're playing inspiring basketball in the front to watch. And at the other side of my mouth, I'm going to say, you know, we desperately need TJ Warren. The, the team need, right. desperately needs TJ Warren. And I don't know what that says, right? Like when you're saying TJ Warren is desperately needed, I don't know what that says about, your, your roster overall. It, it says that your roster is incomplete at, at the end of the day, right? I mean, if we're relying on Ben Simmons, potentially the, the, the dream that we all have of what a Ben Simmons could be as your backup center and you're lacking a, another big man. I mean, this is something we've been talking about with the Nets since we traded Jared Allen. Uh, it's, it's, it's a recurring problem that clearly isn't something that I, I would say is a very high priority to be fixed. But when we do not have, and this is something to say for Kyrie, when we do not have him and Kevin Durant on the floor at the same time, who are just, you know, double team magnets, triple team magnets who can draw open our shooters and we can rely on great spacing and three point shots to just outscore teams. We are going to run into these problems where we have a lack of big man depth and that can be addressed in certain ways. And it isn't hurting us too terribly at the moment, but there are situations that it will a playoff series is a situation that it will, you know, it, it might, it might not hurt us, you know, when we're fresh, when we're not on a back to back, when we're playing a different team, but is this team as it is constructed, the team that's going to finish the, the regular season? No, I hope we add a big, but as of right now, that's going to be something that's a recurring problem. Just the same way we've been talking about it for years. Yeah. Don't forget that Dayron Sharp was getting heavy minutes <laughs> early on in this season. And we, we had, all were looking at yeah. Dayron like, yeah, he's not it yet. Like gear two, he, he needs some time. Um, they have to figure it out. Uh, that first game, they were able to survive. The Lakers game is really what more of the conversation's about because I felt like that was a reality check. So, Anthony Data Davis, he's available. He's ready to go against the Nets, of course, right? This guy put on. Uh, he looked fully healthy. He looked like the best version of himself. He dropped 37 points on the Nets, and like we've already mentioned multiple times, you see Nick Claxton get exposed against him. We get Utah Watanabe back. I mean, he didn't really crush it or, you know, make a big impact, but he's already a fan favorite. He had 11 points, played 22 minutes, uh, shot 62% uh, from the floor. Um, I ended up falling asleep at the end of this game, and the score is misleading because a lot of those points came in the end of this game in the fourth quarter. That game was close. The Nets came out in the start of the second half. And they battled. But ultimately, you just saw a team in the Lakers who were inspired. You know, they're, they're having a rough go at it. And uh, they they went out there and, and played. They they guarded Kevin Durant. And, uh, you know, he mentioned how the whole team is coaching them up as he's got the ball in his hands. Uh, Pat Beverly came out and said he set the tone against KD. I don't know. The biggest thing for me, and I'll pass it to you guys for your, your last comments on the Lakers game. It's L.A. No more parties in L.A. They definitely party Saturday night. Wait, and then you with can't that, quote Kanye. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Now, if I drop a Kanye uh, lyric, I must be anti-Semitic. You know, you're gonna disappear. <laughs> yeah. Nah, they ain't gonna cancel me. Um, but what was I gonna say? They definitely partied in LA after beating the Clippers Saturday in that early game, and then I feel like they went to sleep and that time difference hit them like a ton of bricks. Like I said, I fell asleep on that game Sunday night. They fell asleep by the fourth quarter. Because by the time you get into the fourth quarter at 9.30 starts, 11 o'clock, 11.30, almost midnight when the game ends, um, I felt like the Nets were cooked. But I'm, I'm very excited to uh, see how they play tonight against the Kings. I think this, this is a big test. And the Trailblazers coming up. You guys' thoughts on the uh, Lakers' loss? Yeah, again, if I had just seen the score that they lost to the Lakers, it would have been worse than actually watching the game. It looked like a team with a little bit of tired legs that maybe did you know go out the night before or just was, was tired, missed open shots. And the Lakers were a team desperate for a win at the same time, too. The, the Lakers were, were going after it, from Patrick Beverly getting inside KD's jersey to Anthony Davis looking like you know the best version of himself, to even Russell Westbrook playing well. And the Lakers, who have not shot threes well all year, it happened to coincide with the Nets shooting so poorly, the Lakers actually hit their open three. So I'm not going to overreact to that one game. But I, I will, you know, just like I felt like the Raptors game very early in the season, that second game of the season, and maybe I was too hasty in saying that was a, a turnaround game because they, they spiral a little bit after it. I do think this, these two games coming up here, uh, Sacramento, where Sabonis is likely going to have his way with the Nets. He, he's just the kind of player that, that does. And Portland... Uh, those are are important for the rest of the season because this is a tough schedule coming up. This is a, a chance to to set the tone for what kind of team you're going to be. And I'm not even saying the results necessarily. Now, I, I think you need to come away with at least one win. But I think the, the way we see this team play will be indicative of the team we're going to see the remainder of the year for better or worse. Yeah, and the reality of this Nets team is that we're not going to be competing at the top of the East. At least I don't believe so. Not with the way the roster currently exists, with the way the Nets currently exist. And we need to beat the teams like the Kings, like the Trailblazers, that are going to put up a fight, but not necessarily have that massive level of, you know, Giannis level star power that is going to be, you know, something that it, as at the, exists at the top of the East. We're probably going to be competing for those play-in spots, maybe a little higher, but if we can't win these games and not just these next two, but in the long term, these style of games against teams in our conference, the Nets are going to be in for a long season because there are always going to be matchup nightmares. The way the Nets roster is constructed, we do not have a perfect matchup against every team. Sabonis is literally built to destroy the Nets, just like Vucevic in years past and Anthony Davis this weekend. It, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of being able to mitigate it. And now having a couple days break to be able to sit down and, and look at your upcoming you know, schedule and say, okay, well, we have a player that is a matchup nightmare. What is our new coach in Jacques Vaughn going to be able to implement what's he going to be able to try because I do think he will be trying new things tonight to stop a player like that because if we cannot stop those players then we are not going to be able to certainly not go past the second round in the playoffs maybe not even you know compete well in the play-in games but it is house money in a sense for KD I'll, I'll say that like before it, we, we determine what his future is and, and whether the Nets should trade him and everything like that for a guy as online as Kevin Durant is, which I think we can all agree he's very online and, and says, you know, he doesn't care about legacy and stuff. He's reading those tweets. He, he's seeing what people say about that. He's and responding it, a lot. He, responding <laughs> yeah, a lot. He's been, he's been active. So if he's able to play at an MVP level and the Nets play at a level that exceeds what people expect 
from the current roster, he's going to get a lot of credit. I, I, I hope he understands that. I hope he understands how much credit he will get. It doesn't matter if it winds up in a ring because, look, he doesn't get as much credit for his rings as other people get for their rings. They still count. He's still a two-time champion, two-time finals MVP. But I think if you're you're doing the ring hierarchy or the ring tier list, a lot of people would put his rings lower because he went to the 73-win Warriors. To me, the most impressed I ever was with KD was that series against the Bucks, And they almost beat the Bucks, who went on to win the championship. So if, if they're able to play at that kind of level, with him playing at that kind of level, he's going to get his flowers, that's for sure. Well, looking ahead to tonight, the Nets said that uh, Nick Claxton, Seth Curry, Ben Simmons, and Utah Watanabe are all available. So, got to get a win. Uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup. I don't, I don't know how I feel about uh, the Nets versus the Kings tonight. I don't know. It's 50-50. It, it depends. You you need KD to go off, and you need some other guys to help out. So that game is tonight, and uh, looking ahead, they'll face the Trailblazers on Thursday. We'll have another episode probably Friday morning, and then the Nets will come home to host the Grizzlies on Sunday. Desmond Bain is now out two to three weeks, so that helps. Uh, still got to stop John Morant, and they're a really good team. We've already seen them once. And, uh, yeah, that's all I've got. You know, so in closing, Kyrie is still suspended, and uh, he's got more work to do. Don't know when that work is going to be done. Don't know where this saga goes to next, but the Nets lose to the Lakers. They beat the Clippers. The West Coast road trip continues with Sacramento and Portland, and uh, we'll have another episode out of that. Any After that, any closing remarks? Shout out to everybody in the chat, keeping the chat active. Any to last questions from you guys? Yeah, infinity and beyond. <laughs> they got to turn off. Not letting them light that tractor beam tonight. No, no purple tractor beam going up. Purple tractor beam is Do you that know a the, thing the, in... the laser coming out of the? Oh Kings yeah, 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 yeah. At the uh, Golden One well, Center. That's where the that's where the secret society that Kyrie believes in is. Right. is that's watching why us. Kyrie's so disappointed <laughs> he's not playing. It's it, it's all based out of Sacramento. <laughs> oh man, well. Yeah, infinity and beyond and all of that. Uh, hey, don't put that up. Is that facts? You can't put that up. Is that did that happen? Did that Rizzo did happen. sign with that the Yankees? Happen. Yeah, that happened. Wrong say. podcast. <laughs> I mean, but He's gonna have is to that if that's breaking news? It is yeah. Rizzo returning to the Yankees on a multi-year deal. Skull. There go all of our messages. That's why I didn't entertain any of that Astros talk <laughs> yesterday. I'm on tonight, uh, six thirty to nine thirty. We'll shortly talk about it. That's all we've got here, though, folks. Subscribe to the pod. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, all that good stuff. On your way out, hit like. That's the thumbs up. And uh, we'll see what happens. We'll keep talking about it. Hopefully the Nets get two wins and come home. And hopefully we get some more information on Kyrie Irving's return. That's all I've got. Let's go Nets. Let's go Nets. Let's go Nets. Brooklyn. We out. We out. We out.